Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Logistics, where we have conversations with thought leaders and newsmakers in the supply chain logistics industry. It's my great pleasure to welcome today's program, Brett Suma, who is founder and CEO at Loadsmith, and Prasad Galopoli, who is founder and CEO at Trucker Tools. And today we're going to talk about the business case for digital freight apps. So as we head into 2022, it's clear that the business strategies of logistics service providers are tightly linked with their technology strategies too. So how does technology uh, like digital freight apps help logistics service providers achieve their business objectives? What are, you know, which capabilities are most important and how do employees, carrier partners and shipper clients benefit from these technologies? Well, those are some of the key questions we're going to address in today's episode. And it's great to have Brett and Prasad on the program to share their insights and advice on this topic. So Brett, Prasad, welcome to the program. Um, great, great to be here, Adrian. Yeah, yeah, Adrian, thank you very much for having me on. So, so Brett, uh, uh, you know, you're a first time guest here on Talking Logistics, and uh, I'm always curious how people get involved in the industry, and, and I'm sure many people are familiar with Loadsmith, but, uh, you know, maybe some folks aren't. So maybe before we kind of dive into this topic, uh, why don't we just start with, you know, tell us briefly a little bit about, you know, Loadsmith and, and your operations there. Yeah, so Loadsmith, we're just a little over two years old. Um, we launched in the in Q4 of, of 2019. Um, we had been, I had been working on Loadsmith from, from January 1st of 2019. And, and we launched on October 1st. And, you know, really the, the previous 20 years of my career um, prior to January of 19 was working at night transportation. And I, I had worked at night for 20 years. And my entire career at night was always um, on the asset side of, of our business and um, solving a lot of complex logistical um, things related to technology and related to, to automated load matching and um, really running pieces of the business. And so I took a lot of that um, understanding of assets and and you know, really in the asset world, there's a couple of things. It's asset utilization um, and driver satisfaction, right? And those are like the, and, and then how does the freight that you choose to book um, help solve those two problems, which is driver satisfaction and, and asset utilization. So really when you're working on an asset-based um, organization, you have to start there and then you work with customers to make that happen. Um, and so really from, from, from Loadsmith's beginnings, um, pretty much all of our, our core team members have come from asset-based organizations. And in fact, uh, the very first load that we booked, um, nobody had ever brokered a load before. So we, we had our first load and we didn't know what to do. It's like, it like, we didn't know what that next step was, um, you know, in terms of brokering the load. And, and then, you know, fast forward two years later and, you know, 40,000 loads brokered later. So we're starting to, we're starting to figure out how to be a, a broker, but really what we are is um, a very disciplined um, organization when it comes to networks and network optimization and freight and the freight that we put into our network and how that really ultimately drives back to, um, our foundational understanding of asset utilization and driver satisfaction. And in terms of uh, Prasad and what his organization has done, 
um, and how that's such a benefit to an organization like Loadsmith um, from a technologies perspective. Um, Loadsmith, you know, we don't view ourselves as a third-party logistics company um, at all. We view ourselves as a trucking company. Uh, when we're on the phone with, with when, I'm, when I'm in front of a customer and talking, I talk about how we look and feel and act. And we act and look and feel like a trucking company. And so even when to the point when I'm having to have a conversation on bids of, um, are you an asset provider or a brokerage? I have a real hard time not selecting asset, right? Because at the end of the day, we're still providing assets. And, and coming full circle back to the trucker tools thing is that had, had people like Prasad not engaged in their business, Loadsmith would have never engaged in ours. And the reason I say that is because in order for Loadsmith to be able to resonate and feel like a trucking company to our customers, we have to have visibility throughout, just as if we worked at the Knights and Schneiders and Warners of the world in terms of understanding where our customers' freight is, being able to automatically give them updates of where our freight, where their freight is, just as a just as a large asset-based trucking company can, a broker could now do that. And so um, I applaud Prasad for for what he has done because if he hadn't done what he has, and there's some other people in the space as well, but had they not done what they've done, we couldn't be who we are organizationally because we wouldn't be able to have that same feel as a trucking company to our customers. Wow, you know, a, a lot of inform great information there to unpack, and we're going to get through some of it in, in, as we go through our, our conversation here. But I think it's great, you know, in terms of obviously the experience that you brought to uh, Loadsmith in terms of the perspective from the asset side of things, and how you kind of and how that continues to drive kind of your approach, you know, to 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 the marketing approach to how you do, you know, you, you do business there. Uh, so, you know, so, so so I love that and. Um, um, so, you know, and, and, and the role that technology like, you know, Trucker Tools has been kind of the a building block to enable to do what, you know, what, what you do out in the industry. So, so, so let's start there. I mean, I, I mean, when you look at the, you know, I started out my opening comments by saying there's a link between, you know, the, the business strategies of companies such as yourselves with the technology strategies. I mean, what is that link? I mean, in other words, I mean, how does... How does technology, and you started addressing this a little bit, but how does technology help you achieve your overall business objectives? Well, I, I think, you know, for us, um, if you spend any time on our website, um, a lot of people who go to our website don't know if we're a third-party logistics company or a trucking company. It's hard, maybe hard to tell. Um, that probably is a little by design, okay? And, and the reason being is because we, we are we are still very much in the, in the opinion that the trucking business is a, you know, we often, a friend of mine often joke about, it's, it's not always about the X's and O's, it's very often about the Billy's and Joe's. And so, you know, trucking is still very much a Billy's and Joe's business, right? And so anything that we do from a technology perspective, um, we want to, for it to enhance our ability to communicate with Billy's and Joe's, right? And, and technologies such as trucker tools or any kind of like digital freight matching, 
you know, we have our own internal one and we, we, we want our freight um, available where drivers want to be, where drivers want to see it, which is why Charter Tools is such an important part for us. But when you start really thinking about technology, um, there's a lot of emerging technologies that, that Loadsmith will participate in over the next, you know, two years, three years, eight years, whatever time frame you want to look at. But, but right now, for us, we still say it's a Billy and Joe's business. And technology is, is there to help enhance um, our ability to connect with the driver, ultimately, or the driver through the carrier or through the dispatcher. And so um, when I think about technology, I think about having Loadsmith um, be in places from a technology perspective that enhance our service offering, that make it easier for our carriers to find us, to work with us, um, to onboard with us. If you look at our onboarding as an example, you know we use RMIS to onboard simply because that throughput is so simple and easy for them to do. So that's, that's the direction we went. With Trucker Tools, the throughput for us in terms of them being able to see our loads, um, match up to, to what they're doing currently, um, book the load with us, and then track throughout, it, those technologies are all to make the driver, um, really for us to allow the driver to do their, to do the, like the mundane tasks and then have a conversation with us, right? Like really that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to take away the having to call you eight times to find out where you're at along the way. Okay. And then instead having a really meaningful conversation about what your objectives are, how your business is performing, how, where, where are there, you know, opportunities for Loadsmith to partner more with more with you but we don't have to call you eight times for check calls right so that's why we choose to deploy technologies um, in our business and it really helps streamline things for us and we can do more with less people and in a brokerage 65 percent of what you're going to spend um, is going to be on people and so anything that we can do to increase our transactions um, per person really helps us from a profitability Great. So, I mean, you know, again, it, it seems like, you know, you, you've got a very, um, I, and I love that, you know, Billy's and, and Joe's, uh, you know, perspective in terms of there is, I mean, it is such an important aspect of this, the fact that you can't lose sight of the, the, the people side of the business and the importance of communication and, co you know, collaboration and, and connectivity there. Um, you know, Prasad, to bring you into the conversation here, I mean, as you know, you, you just listened to, to, to Brett, obviously you work with a lot of other, you, you know, uh, uh, customers as well. I, I mean, is there a common thread in terms of the main business case for deploying, you know, digital freight, you know, technology? Um, Adrian, thanks. Thanks for the opportunity to be here first. And uh, Brett, uh, thank you very much for all the kind words. Um, so Adrian, when you think about the business case for digital technologies today, I think what Brett said is absolutely the, the most important thing, right? So companies like Loadsmith, they're not looking at technology as a tool anymore. They're looking at technology as a digital strategy that can help them scale faster, right? You know, you heard the story where, you know, um, Loadsmith moved their first load and a year later, they're moving, they've moved for, you know, 40,000 loads. 
Um, and the way they are looking at is um, they have people in their team with processes, but also they're using technology to come in, do mundane tasks to elevate people's productivity. That's a digital strategy they're looking at. That's one thing. The second thing they're also looking at is how can I add more value to my shippers, to my customers? What other opportunities can I help my, my customers with? How can I improve the productivity of my carrier? Right. So that is in a, in a very essence is a network that you know people like Brett are creating because of digital technology as their backbone, right? So this is a marriage. This is not like, you know, one trumps the other, right? Um, and that is an essential part for the today's brokerages to scale faster. I mean, you know, um, it, it, Brett's been a veteran in this space. So um, for us to hear two years, less than two years being in business, going from zero loads to, you know, over 40,000 loads, is an unheard story now, right? Before, you know, if you go to uh, 10, 15 years back, it's very hard to hear these stories, but those stories are true now. And I, you know, this happened during COVID. Um, and that's because, uh, you know, leaders like Brett and others, what they're doing is they're not looking at their 3PL as a company that needs a bunch of tools. They're looking at their company as people, technology um, processes, right? How do you mash these three things together, come up with your own secret sauce to really scale up their business, provide better services to their customers, both shippers and carriers. And that mindset shift can only happen with the digital technology. And I'll touch one last thing on digital technology is um, the, the difference we are seeing compared to 10, 15 years back technology is digital technologies have few things that make them really good. First of all, they're connected with people in real time. So real-time information, when you know, when uh, a shipper wants to know where the truck is, um, it's not 10 hours ago data, right? It's right now where the truck is, right? Two, uh, digital technologies operate on data, right? If a truck is running behind, or um, if a particular carrier runs the same lane on Monday, um, putting that load in front of him, right? Making that process easier and using machine learning. So there are a lot of these mundane tasks that can happen, the, the data that can be used to really elevate efficiencies, right? Improve our efficiencies, elevate the game for um, our customers, 3PLs, brokers, and carriers, right? That can only happen through digital technology. You know, the, the point you brought up before, I mean, I think that's one of the key learnings and, and, you know, we've done some research in this area, but I think one of the things that's, that's come about in terms of one of the key learnings over the past two years is that the industry needs to become much more data driven. And I think, you know, to your point, Prasad, I think, you, you know, when you marry the amount of data that, that um, is flowing through systems such as, you know, platforms such as yours, and then you marry that with optimization, you marry that with machine learning, you marry that with other, you know, kind of smart tools, um, you know, that's where the, the you know, the, the efficiencies come in and, and the power comes into, you know, be able for companies like, you know, Loadsmith to be able to scale relatively quickly without having to add an army of, of, of people while, you know, while doing it. Um, you know, so Brett, um, and you touched upon a little bit about this, I mean, like I mentioned, I mean, there's a lot of different, you know, I think particularly if, if there's a company that's starting out like you were, you know, two years ago, you know, and they're trying to look at the technology landscape. I mean, there's a variety of different, you know, options out there and, and ways to think about, you know, what's the right technology for them. I mean, what were some of the, 
you know, as you got started with this process, I mean, what were some of the capabilities or, or attributes that were most important to you in, in your selection process and, and what ultimately led you to select, you know, Trucker Tools as your, as your partner? Yeah, you know, I think one of the things that Prasad just said, because um, Prasad, not in the same uh, order, he just described my entire job description, okay? So my, my, in our business, my entire job description is people, processes, and technology. That, and that's it. Those are the three things that I work on. Um, and, and so um, he touched on those. It's funny of him to say that. But those, those three things are, are the, the driver behind Loadsmith in terms of what my, what my task is and identifying the right people, developing the right processes, and then using technologies to help allow us to have more efficient pr processes and, and really more effective people um, in terms of, of what they can accomplish in a given day. And so, you know, when, when uh, and again, I, I come back to, we would not have started Loadsmith had there not been businesses such as Trucker Tools that allowed real-time freight visibility for us to communicate with our customers. We just, we wouldn't have done it. The technology had to be there. For me, there was a couple of things thinking about leaving my my career. Okay. If we were, if, if if I was going to do that, and if my partners and I were going to really actually make something special at Loadsmith, it had to start with the ability for us to be able to feel like a trucking company. And, and that started with real-time freight visibility, right? And so there was a couple of things that happened. You had the electronic logging, you know, mandate. Now all of a sudden we knew that every every carrier would be able to be tracked. Okay. And then you had, you know, you had people such as Prasad that were really visionaries in terms of um, the ability to, to key into that from a tracking perspective. Um, and, and then really I admire him in understanding the how to commercialize his business, right? So commercializing his business by saying, hey, I can offer this to the brokers, okay? And I know I can offer that because I'm offering this to the driver, right? And so the driver benefits. And so now usage and adoption, and, and we always know in technology that adoption is the biggest thing, right? And so when you look at the adoption of Trevor Tools, and then, then to be able to commercialize that to somebody like me that says, I have to have that, because in order for me to accomplish my business objectives, I need what, what Prasad can offer. So I think that his business model and the way that he handled it was so, was so um, you know, genius, really, um, because you're talking about the Billies and Joes, who sometimes are maybe going to be a little more tech adverse, right? Like, and, and not maybe look for tech adoption. And so they, have, they, get, they gain something by using Trevor and then Trucker Tools continues to add um, abilities for the broker to gain and also for the carrier. And so now this like second iteration, like I'm interested in Trucker Tools because I'm not only interested in the tracking aspect of it, but I'm interested in getting my freight into their marketplace so that they know that, you know, that if a drive, like that the driver sees, oh, I'm headed from point A to point B and there's Loadsmith Slow and I can click on it and book it. And, you know, and, and, and so, the, so 
when I, you know, coming back to answer your question though, Adrian, when I, when we first started, you know, technology, you know, we always knew that we didn't want to be considered quote unquote, a digital broker. Um, and the reason being is because we take a lot of pride on answering the phone and having conversations. Um, and so, you know, and that's not to say that from a technology perspective, like we're in the process of developing our own driver app and carrier portal. And, um, and if you, you know, went to app.loadsmith.com, you could see all of our loads and you can, you know, action on them. If you're registered with us, you can book them. Um, the app will be in the app store on, on March 1st, um, both Apple and Android. It's really cool. But at the end of the day, it's really cool for Loadsmith carriers. But there are a lot of carriers that aren't Loadsmith carriers, right? And so we recognize that we have to be um, almost app agnostic as opposed to being like, oh, well, we've built this technology and our technology is the only technology, you know, like that just isn't how, it's not how we are. We are a tremendous sales organization and a tremendous execution organization. We are not the, uh, you know, first off, we don't even have a single IT person in our whole entire company. So we're not, we're not, um, we're not, you know, we're not going to, to set the world on fire when it comes to technology ourselves, right? That's just, we are, you know, we know what we're good at, right? We're great with customers. We're great with drivers and carriers. Um, we'll leave the smart people like Prasad on the technology side to do their thing. And then we'll piggyback off of that, right? And, and then it'll be, a, and from a commercialization perspective, it works for both of us. And then all of a sudden you're starting to really, work in unison on, hey, how can we collaborate more? What are things that, that you're seeing that we could be doing better? What are things that we would like to see? You know, like we like, you know, for us, we're just, I always try to tell people because um, it's really great that, you know, we're like our, our projection for 22 is to do 105 million in revenue. That's really great but we're like in the top of the second inning for our company right now, right? Like we really haven't done anything. So, you know, we, we will continue to, to keep our, our eyes open and our, you know, and listening when it comes to technologies that we can use to help us and, and, and to partner with people such as Prasad and his group. You know, great, great overview there. And I, I loved, you know, when you started out by talking about, you know, part, part of the thing that, uh, you know, you focused on was with regard to any technology it being a win, 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 you know, proposition, you know, win for you, a win for your carriers, you know, and a win for your shipper, uh, you know, client to, uh, as well. So I'm, I'm going to actually conclude, you know, kind of diving into that a little bit more, but before I get to that question, you know, Prasad, your, your thoughts, I mean, uh, I think uh, Brett did a nice job in terms of the way he thinks about, a technology or how he approached technology as, as he was getting, uh, you know, Loadsmith uh, up, up off the ground and, you know, on, on a great tra trajectory here. I mean, is there something that companies sometimes overlook or shouldn't overlook, you know, when they're, when evaluating digital freight apps? Um, yes. Um, and what Brett said is, 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 you know, very well, um, articulated or from a leadership point of view, right. A, an ideal customer, um, uh, Loadsmith is right. Um, what most of the people do when they look at technology, 
is they think technology is an off-the-shelf product. Like I'm buying this, I'm going to use it for what it's intended to do. Um, that's about it, right? Uh, it's like, you know, going to a dealership and saying I'm buying a car, right? Or, you know, not thinking more beyond that. Now, what Brett said towards the end of his comment was so profound is I, I wanted to reiterate that. He wants to understand the technologies, uh, the vendors or partners strategy, right? I mean, he laid out our strategy very well. Um, so, you know, first of all, he understood where our strategies. Two, he also mentioned two things that are very, very powerful. What does this strategy, do, what does this vendor do today? Where else can they go next? That second part is what typically overlooked. Um, so oftentimes when you buy a product off the shelf and you're thinking this is it, you're not trying to push that vendor to think beyond that product. But whereas when you tell the vendor, this is great, your product does X, Y, Z great, but I also need you to do more. Or where else are you thinking your product would go? But having that conversation opens up to help the vendor understand where you want the product to go. It's absolutely important for 3PLs, transportation companies, to pull the technology vendors along their business strategy. Kind of like push, push and pull, right? You tell them, hey, great, you're doing this, but I need you to also do this. So it's a, you know, it's a tandem race there, right? And the analogy I can come up with as, as Brett was saying this was, you can go to a dealership, buy a car, or imagine if you could talk to Elon Musk and tell him what he should be building next. That is more powerful to me as a business than just buying the car from the dealership lot. You know, I love, you know, and you're right. I mean, I think, you know, not only thinking about the short-term immediate needs, but, you know, taking that longer-term perspective and really linking, going back to the whole premise of the conversation, right? Linking the business strategy with the technology strategy. Well, your business strategy is not just a, you know, what are we going to do this week, this month, this year? It's also, I mean, I'm sure Brett, you know, Brett already has plans for his 2022 growth projection, but he knows where he, you know, I'm, I'm speaking for you, Brett here, but you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, you know where you want the company to be five years from now. And, and some of the things you want to be doing five years from now. And, and, you know, you know, as part of that, your, your technology partners need to help enable you, you know, to, you know, to get there. So having those conversations, as you talked about, Prasada are going to be uh, important moving forward. So, so as a way to, you know, wrap up, um, you know, Brad, I, I'll start with you and then Prasad, you can, you know, add anything you, you'd like from, from uh, your perspective. Um, you know, going back to what you mentioned earlier, uh, you know, Brett, you know, talking about the, you know, the benefits, uh, you know, of, of applying these, you know, types of technology. I mean, what, what benefits have your, your employees, your carrier partners and your shipper uh, clients, you know, have uh, experience as a result of, you know, the technologies such as, uh, you know, trucker tools that you've been able to implement? Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at it, um, you know, we, 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 we have a, a business analyst um, named Catherine that, that works with us. And uh, she's about five times smarter than me. And, you know, my, my, you know, push to her is, you know, from a technology perspective, Catherine, let's figure out how to increase our transactions per employee by 20%, okay? While at the same time, making their lives better, right? 
Like we don't want to bring in, we don't want to just say, okay, um, we're going to bring on 20% more freight and not add anybody because that's how you can increase your transactions per employee by 20%, right? Now, we're a pretty good sales organization. We probably could do that, okay? But what, but what we really want to do is we want to say, how, what, what are technologies that we can utilize that actually make our employees' jobs and their lives better, even though our productivity is not, right? And so Trucker Tools, the, the, the reason that we partnered with Trucker Tools is that we had an employee that had had a previous um, relationship with Trucker Tools and said, you're really missing, we're really missing out organizationally by not being partnered with Trucker Tools. And it's my job then to listen, right? And to listen to my employees and say, we will be more productive if we have Trucker Tools. And so those are the things that, that, that I have to do in my job is to listen, right? And Catherine has to do in her job in terms of recognizing technologies that actually increase productivity, but by making people's jobs and, lot, and ultimately their lives better. And Trucker Tools has done that for us. Now, what it does for our, our carriers, they can see our freight, right? Like they can, they can see our freight. They can action on our freight if they want to, to haul load, um, if they, whether they see it in Trucker Tools or on our native app, however they see it, okay? Um, those are the technologies that allow those carry, the carriers. And, and really what it comes back to for us is from a carrier perspective is we want to, I always say this, like, right? When I worked at night, um, I don't know how many driver reviews I did in the cab of the truck. Because there's a big difference between doing a review with a driver in my office versus his office, right? And so that's how we still view being in, in, in the office with the driver. So I always imagine our driver being in their office at a truck stop at 7 o'clock on a Friday night. And hell, they are probably are using trucker tools to to work on whatever, you know, all the different things that Trucker Tools has. And then there's a loadsmith load and says, hey, you should consider doing this, right? So we want to be in the office with the driver. The driver uses Trucker Tools more than any other um, driver app. And so we want to be partnered with that, right? And then from a customer perspective, um, you know, to be honest with you, the way that Trucker Tools does uh, their tracking, especially the interrupted tracking notifications, um, I, I particularly um, like that feature. Um, you know, our customers, we do business with a lot of really, really large shippers. Um, and those customers require us to, to have tracking. And it's a lot easier for us to be able to, you know, have a driver utilizing trucker tools and then however the customer chooses to get it, okay? Um, how they get the information it just makes us, for lack of a better word, um, a more legitimate business. And, and, you know, when we started Loadsmith, there was four people, okay? If you went to our website at, at that time, because our website hasn't changed, but if you had gone to our website at that time, no customer that I called on thought that we only had four people, right? We, we represented much larger than, than, than we were at the time when we launched. Now I can say with all the confidence in the world that we do deliver 
all of those things because we are partnering with people like like Trevor Tools that from a customer perspective make us more legitimate because we're able to give them exactly what they're needing from us in terms of visibility, which again was the reason that we felt like we could start Loadsmith and feel like a trucking company. Great. I mean, I think you, you you described it very well in terms of those those three constituencies in terms of how you know how they benefit you know your employees um, and be able to make their lives easier and and they're you know making them excited about coming to work as opposed to dreading you know coming to work. Uh, it's same thing with the drivers and being in their office, which I love that uh, that perspective. I hadn't heard about that uh, to kind of. Uh, phrased that way, but I love that imagery of being in their office, which is their cab, right? Anyway, where they spend, you know, most of their time, and then obviously the you know the, the shipper clients that that want that visibility. Prasad, any anything to add to you know to wrap up the conversation here? Um, I, I think Brett Brett said uh, things very well. Um, uh, you know, from a he's an ideal three um, PL uh, or you know want to call him as a transportation company, not 3PL so much. Because, you, <laughs> you know, the way, Brett, I like the way you look at carriers as an extension of your company, right? And, you know, I want to touch on that last point that Brett said is, um, you know, in today's world, if you are a three transportation company, whether it's 3PL, um, a broker, or a, trans, you know, carrier, right? um, and if you are a vendor, technology vendor, the relationship between these two sites is not a transactional one. It's a marriage. And that marriage is only helpful for the betterment of both sides. And it can only happen when, you know, um, the way, you know, I, I'm, Brett, I'm borrowing this, uh, this statement from you is, you know, we, we want to improve 20% of our uh, transactions per employee, right? and want to do this without, you know, without making their life difficult, actually making their life better. How do we do this through using technology? Ask the vendor, right? And putting the challenge along helps the vendors align better with the customers. And that is one of the biggest things that transportation industry has missed for the last, you know, previous decades. And now that has changed in the last five, years or so it's changing and we're seeing more of companies like you know Lordsmith and you know it's again I'm not saying you can hear stories like in two years growing from zero to 40 is is uh, is a regular thing but it's a an interesting thing the trend is is in this direction and that can only happen when we work together as collaborate and that's the part oftentimes um, 3PLs miss to really lean on and actually vendors also miss. So we uh, we make it a point when we bring customers like Brett, you know, tell us if something doesn't work, we don't take it personal. We actually see it as an opportunity to bet, to work better. And that tells us to go back to the drawing board and do something better every day. Um, that's an opportunity. And that's the part I think is changing. I want our industry to lean hard on this because the next 10 years, the challenges are going to be really big, right? I mean, how many more efficiencies can we draw out of this supply chain, right? There are a bunch of those, but we can only do it if we work together and collaborate. Yeah, a lot of great points, uh, you know, both of you brought in, you know, I think this is a topic that, um, like you said, Prasad, is, is, 
it's going to be continued to be in, in, in the forefront. I mean, just this week, you know, we saw here in the United States, the, uh, uh, the White House put forth, uh, you know, an action plan on focus on the trucking industry and how to attract and retain, you know, more drivers, uh, because, you know, uh, going back to, to some of the points you talked about, Brett, in terms of driver satisfaction and how to, you know, employee satisfaction, you know, satisfaction across the industry, whether you're a transportation company, a, a carrier, a driver, uh, or even a shipper. I mean, I think, you know, I think everyone has recognized over the past two years that supply chain, logistics, transportation is critically important to the success of every company and making sure that the Billy's and Joe's and Mary's and Sue's that work in this industry, you know, uh, feel positive about this industry, uh, feel motivated to be in this industry and, and technology plays a role in, in all of that as, as we talked through, through uh, today's episode. So again, uh, Brett, Prasad, thank you very much for making the time to uh, be with us today. Thanks for being for the opportunity. Thank you, Prasad. Thank you, Adrian. It's good seeing both of you. Great. I want to thank those of you that joined us today. Uh, if you're watching this episode uh, on demand, either at the Trucker Tool website or on Talking Logistics, and you've got a question or a comment for Brad or Prasad, you can post it there. I'm sure they'll be more than happy to respond via that medium. Again, thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Have a great day.